Welcome to another All Business Podcast. This is Ted Schubel. Thank you for bringing us up on your phone or computer or wherever you're listening. This is where we talk with area business owners, the people that make the region work. When we come back, we're all business. The All Business Podcast is supported by Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com. Most folks who work here love living here, and that makes a difference. At Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com, they're proud to work the hometown advantage around the clock, connecting local employers to local job seekers. Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com makes it easy to post a job and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. And if you're looking for a good local job, search jobs and apply online right now. Get the advantage of finding a job close to home at Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com. Local jobs that work. We're at Lake Anna Winery, 5621 Courthouse Road in Spotsylvania. We're back again this year. Jeff Heidi again with us. Jeff, good to be back back here. You have the, this of, of anywhere I go for a, for this uh, podcast, you've got you've got the best view. And even on a cloudy day, it's a great view. This is this is this is really nice country out here. Thank you very much, Tesla. Thanks for coming out and thinking of us. Uh, it's always good to see you again. Happy to have you out. Well, the uh, the this. Every every part of every season is a busy season for you because right now I right now you've got to to, to have what you have in the fall. You got to get everything in in uh, in place right now. Yeah, there's a lot of work right now in the vineyard. Um, I, actually, my brother's out there uh, cleaning up some things, kind of doing some weed eating and that kind of thing. As far as our, as far as the vineyard, trying to get ready. Uh, the shoots have come out, bud break and all that. So it's it's uh, an exciting time in the vineyard. Uh, we got through the harvest, uh, not the harvest. We got through the frost. Uh, scare, yeah. which uh, was always an, an issue for us uh, when things are going to come out. But uh, that's been a good good time right now. Like I said, the weather has been kind of iffy. Uh, we've had a lot of rain so far, not as near, much as we had last year. We did, uh, but uh, it's been a good good start to the to the year, of course. I was going to ask you about that. So with with all the rain we got last year, I guess you you and other vineyards, it was it was a tough go. Yeah, it was a real real difficult year for everybody across the state. Even uh, there wasn't sometimes there's pockets where certain areas are, are more are less affected than others. But I think it was pretty much across the state. I read somewhere that I think there was about 90 inches of rain over the course of the year, uh, which is not a good in a vineyard sense. It's good for certain things, but not necessarily from a vineyard. Um, and it affects us on the weekends too, when we try to do things socially to try to attract and entertain the customers. Uh, they don't want to come out and they're not as willing to come out and participate in different activities uh, when there's a lot of rain looming. So that's been kind of a double edge there for us. So hot and dry weather is good for good hot, for these plants. Hot and, dry, hot and dry would be ideal. Uh, right now, it's not so much of an issue. Uh, of course, the grapes take advantage of the groundwater, that uh, so it's not necessarily surface water running raining down on them so much as the groundwater, and that's pretty high at this point. Um, but later on in the summer, when the grapes are starting to mature and grow, and grow uh, we want a more of a drought situation. So that's that's kind of selfish on our part to want a drought when other other farmers, of course, are wanting a uh, a lot of rain, but. It works out best for us. I remember when, when, the, when, the, when the frost came close to us, looking at the National Weather Service map, and it came, to me it looked like, well, it's up toward Winchester and it's, it's away from us. But I'm sure for you, you looked at that and it was probably too close for comfort. Yeah, just, just concerning there. It wasn't something we took many precautions on. We're, we're kind of in an isolated area. The lake is, kind of gives us a, a little bit of a warming impact for it because the lake is, is right there close to us. Uh, so we're not as, as impacted as some of the higher altitude regions of the parts of the state. So it's, it wasn't as significant, but obviously we're, it's something we look at all the time. You mentioned Lake Anna, and Lake Anna is just, just uh, 
not too far away from here, a stone's throw away, is with with so much more seemingly going on at, at Lake Ann. Has that helped you out? Is is having people coming to this part of the county helping Lake Ann Winery? Yeah, it's it's still a. Uh, uh uh, a mystical gem, I guess, to some degree, uh, as far as uh, the area region. Uh, we're an hour from D.C., we're an hour from Richmond, we're an hour from Charlottesville. It's right in the heart of the Virginia, second largest lake in Virginia. Um, it is a large recreational uh, lake, and there's a lot of folks that do come down. Uh, we, of course, try to take advantage of them um, as far as providing their entertainment throughout the, their stay here. A lot of stuff going on here at the lake. We've got a cidery. Uh, there's a brewery that just opened up this past spring um, for things the, the the alcohol trail or whatever you want to call that. Yeah. But uh, there's other activities here. A lot of a lot of restaurants have opened up and taken advantage of. So there's there's some a lot of a lot of blossoming going on here at the lake that's going to really transform this area. And I think some of the stuff that's going on up north, some of the new businesses that are starting up there, I think like Amazon and some other things, is going to create. An opportunity for people to kind of look for recreation uh, sources, and this hopefully will be on those areas. Well, this is a, this is Jeffrey, just a, a terrific spot. When when your dad purchased this land, did did he ever envision that Lake Anna Winery would, would become what it is today? No, not at all. In fact, it, he hadn't any vision that all there was even going to be a winery. Uh, initially, we had it just this 50 or 70 acres or so. Started out to be 15 and moved to 70. Uh, was just row crops, uh, corn and soybeans, yeah. and it was a farm that he had that was helping defray some of the, uh, he was looking for something that was gonna generate some income later on at, when he retired from the government. Uh, so this was an, this is not a uh, thought out thing initially, but he originally replanted about six acres or so of grapes uh, from some of his friends and, he had, and contacts that he had in France uh, over there when he was working with the government over there in France. Um, and that got him started growing grapes. We started growing them and we're selling them to the other wineries and lo and behold, one of the wineries won some medals with the wines or the grapes that we had sent over to make the wine from. Yeah. So that got them thinking that maybe we could make some wine as well. So that's kind of how the thing transitioned from vineyard, from row crops to vineyard to winery. And that was back in 1990. Interesting. And, and now with, with what wineries mean to Virginia and how Virginia promotes that, you were really, you, you really he, got he in. Was, he was, there was probably 15 or 20 wineries at the time really wasn't much of an industry it was more of a hobby i think more than than it is obviously today now there's over 300 um it's a real established industry it's a real contributing asset uh to virginia as far as uh in terms of agriculture and revenues to the state uh tourism for one but also the actual market value of the wines that are being produced we're getting a lot of national and international acclaim as far as uh, the quality and things and there's a lot of emphasis on research and technical advice in terms of like generating you know grape production and wine making and there's a lot of a lot of work in that that's done now that wasn't done back when my father first started and now it's, it's been a real improvement and growth growth area well just even in this area you take you take a look at the breweries that are in this area the wineries in this area uh, it, it just you never uh, you're definitely one of the more established ones uh, in this area, yeah, but across the state, there's others that have been out there a little bit longer. But, uh, yeah, we enjoy uh, everything about it as far as, like, the growing process, watching the grapes and the clusters grow and nurturing them into to, to the bottle itself, uh, meeting new people out at the festivals that we do, uh, entertaining folks here that come to an event. That's uh, what we do. We're getting ready to, to kick off this uh, Renaissance Fair, which we're in partnership with the Virginia Renaissance Fair Association. Uh, just 
acclimating people to this area and to the wine experience. It's always exciting to see that. There is, there is a lot to this. Whether you know, you mentioned your your, your brother out with, uh, on the tractor today, and there's that. But then there's you know, like you say, there's the there are the there's there the festivals, there are the meeting people. There's 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 a lot to it. Yep, no question. Uh, it, it's not just a party all the time, Ted. I know you haven't been out here to enjoy one of those with us, but hopefully we'll get you out here some yeah. point in time. That is the exciting part yeah. too. That's that's fun, but uh, there's more to it than that. It's it's a 24. Um, I won't say 24 hours. It's a, 20, a 360 you yeah. know, job as far as all that. There's not really any time. Sometimes are more difficult than others. Uh, obviously, in the fall when we're going through harvest, we're doing festivals and that kind of stuff. That's a real difficult time. But there's all kinds of opportunities all throughout the year to keep us busy. <laughs> so the looking at it now, everything is we're in the we're in the early stages. When when will you start harvesting? When does when does that come? Always in September. Right now, the shoots are maybe an inch or two long or so, and they'll grow up to the to a catch wire, and then they'll grow up to pull, produce a canopy. Uh, the fruit will start coming out probably in the latter part of May, um, and then it'll mature all through the summer. So we're always harvesting in September. Sometimes it goes into, it'll be as early as late August, depending on the season. If we have a lot of hot, sunny days, it takes those number of days to ripen. It potentially could go into October if we don't have a lot of hot, sunny days. So there's, it's, it's always in September, though. In the bottling, in, in the, the labeling? We have a facility here. Our facility here accommodates bottling. Uh, we do it year-round. Uh, actually, we're going to be bottling. We've got two wines that we're going to bottle next week. Our Save All Blanc, which is actually the very first grape that my father planted back in 1980, we're going to be bottling that. And then we've got a Merlot that we're going to bottle, uh, which we haven't had a Merlot in, in a while. So this will be kind of interesting to see uh, how people will enjoy that. I saw you bottling last year, you and your brother. I mean, it's it, it, it was a fasc, it was fascinating. I mean, you've you've got a, a system down, but uh, again, you, you talk about you know things that, that take some time to do. That that's time consuming. It's, it's quite a process, and that as you you saw that piece of equipment that we have, it's, it's mechanical yeah. and it's prone to to errors, <laughs> mechanical breakdowns, yeah. that kind of thing. So yeah. you have to kind of on the fly, you kind of kind of accommodate things, uh, and that that's a difficult element to it and then across the state i mean there are other there are companies that do bottling uh, that will have a mobile unit they'll come into a winery and a lot of folks take advantage of that so there's different different ways of doing that but that's certainly a process that's a, a rewarding one in the sense that you've you've kind of watched everything from the initial start all the way through the process to where it's in the bottle yeah. and then when we go off to a festival like say this weekend uh, we'll see people enjoying the fruits of your labor and stuff. So that's that's really the most rewarding element to it, I think, is seeing that. Jeff Heidig on the All Business Podcast this week. We're at Lake Hanna Winery, 5621 Courthouse Road in, in Spotsylvania. You, you mentioned the uh, the Virginia Renaissance Fair. It's 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 right here. And uh, you mentioned that uh, you're doing a kickoff this year for the, with the Renaissance Fair. Yeah, we're real excited to be. Uh, we've been in partnership for them for, geez, I want to say it's been 18 years or so. And they've been on the property helping us out. Um, they do a, a wonderful job of reenacting the whole 12th century British um, English um, Staffordshire England experience with the jousting and the turkey legs and the knife throwing and the, the storytelling and the song and dance and that kind of stuff. They do a wonderful job. Uh, we are doing a, a kickoff party and one of the bands that, that's playing down there is called the Rogues and they're doing a, a, a release party for their new CD and so they're going to be up here at, at the winery not necessarily down on the property and some of the guys will be coming up uh, dressed in costume. Yeah interacting with all the customers and we'll have a food truck out here um, 
and it'll be kind of a fun event. That's on Friday night, Mark, the May 10th. Uh, from 6 to 10. And then, of course, the Renaissance Fair starts on May 11th. It'll be from 10 till 5 during the day. Ten, five, five weekends in a row starting May 11th. It's a busy, it's, this, is a busy, this is busy all year round, but, but especially at, at that point on, on, on the weekends with the fair and uh, yep. people can come and, and, and check out the winery. It's going to be a difficult weekend for us to get through because <laughs> <laughs> of all the things that are going on. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, it's a fun time. Uh, exciting! I know the Renaissance folks are real excited to get started. They've been down there um, uh, doing uh, auditions and rehearsals for several weeks now, and so they're excited to put on the show to get everybody together. Well, we we talk about all the all the various things. Um, whether you you spend a lot of weekends going to shows, some close, you know, some near, some far, or having I, I see all the time where you're you're having special events right here at Lake Anna Winery. We'll do. Um, We'll probably do 50 or 60 shows off-site this year. Some wineries will do more, some will do less, but we'll do about 50 or 60. We'll do probably 10 or so here on-site. Um, every month we're going to have at least one event here. We do a lot of benefit, um, some local charities and that kind of thing. I know the Louisa Humane Society is one that we do some work with. Um, different things we'll do throughout the, the summer and into the fall. Uh, every month we'll have something here on the property. What's interesting about where, where you're located, I mean, you, you have from really from Fredericksburg, Orange, you know, Louisa, I mean, you, you've got a, a, quite a wide reach here of where people can come from a lot of areas and, and, and you're not too far. Yeah, that's, that's one of the advantages, like we were talking earlier about the lake, it's, we're centrally located. Um, we're not far from any of the major po- population areas yeah. here, uh, specifically Northern Virginia and Richmond, but... Uh, it's a, it's a good location. Like I said, the lake draws people in, and then, of course, we, we take advantage of that or hope to take advantage of that. Um, it's just a real growing area, I think. It's a lot of, lot of bringing a lot of people. We get people come from out of town. Um, families will come in from North Carolina and from New yeah. Jersey, and they converge on the lake because it's kind of a, a, a meeting area, and they'll say, hey, we don't get together that often. Let's rent a house on the lake and come here and spend a, a week on the lake boating and dining and entertaining doing these different trails with the alcohol and that kind of thing it's just it's just a fun time well i could i remember last year when we, when we did this and, and you talked about how you got involved with 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 the family business and how it never was that really in your mind was really never part of the plan but you would never know that you have i mean to me you're as you you have just assimilated yourself into all of this well yeah that's a that's an easy word to say but i don't know how it hasn't been a, a quick transition but uh certainly something i think my father had the envisions that in the family that we would it would transition into that and that transition has taken place with with both eric my brother and myself uh in the last probably 10 or 15 years or so uh, as far as taking over the operation of the business and my father's still very helpful and uh and in terms of providing guidance and insights and that kind of thing, uh, and same with my mother Ann. Uh, but uh, it's it's been an interesting transition as far as a family business. Uh, it's difficult to work with family. It's hard to hard to have arguments. Uh, of course, you have arguments all the yeah. time, but then it's like, well, you got to do business at the same time. So yeah. it's, more, it's more more of a challenge that way. How many acres is there here, and how many grape? How many vine? You know, how how much how much of this do you have as far as the for the winery? The whole property uh, is about seventy acres, and we've got about twenty acres under vine, and I've got eight different varietals of grapes that we grow. Um, we've got four whites and four reds. I remember, so we've got Chardonnay, Saval, Gewurztraminer, and Traumanet would be the white wines, and then I've got Cabernet Franc. 
Merlot, Shamerson, and Dornfelder would be the reds that I've got. And Petit Verdot. Those are, the, those are the, actually we've got nine different varietals. Uh, we just started harvesting the, the Dornfelder last year, so that was kind of a newer grape for us. And I, any any other things that you've branched out in in in, in recent years, or you just stick strictly to the grapes? Just just right now, we're we're just in, in, just excited and uh, to the challenge of working with the grapes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of folks that up the road. Our friends up there up the road, they do multiple types of things you know do interacting beer and, and liquor and that kind of thing but uh, we're excited about the challenge here before us and if we can get through another year they say in 10 years you get three good years of, of agriculture three years three good years three bad years and then three you're just not sure what you're going to get and uh, i'm hoping we're getting the good years here at this point after last year being that difficult one right right well any any, any particular favorite that you have of, of, of all the of, of all the wines that that, that uh that, that you package and all, and you, you have a favorite? Yeah, my, my favorite, and I tell people this all the time, is our Spotsylvania Claret. One of the wines that my father made blended years ago, and the blend isn't necessarily the same from year to year. It's a little bit different, but it's consistently, hands down, uh, a good quality uh, overall uh, red wine that's kind of an, an Italian style. And the reason why I mention that is because that's my favorite food type, and I really think the Italians have a real passion for the whole experience it's not necessarily the wine it's not the food it's not it's it's like who you're with what you're you know what you're eating and where you are and the whole thing's kind of and the wine kind of complements those things and so I, I i think that they have a good handle on on the whole for me it is and uh, i enjoy that wine the most i love spaghetti i love lasagna um the whole the whole thing i just and i think that whole experience is really what i'm attracted to and that's where that wine kind of complements that whole thing I had never thought, Jeff, when you, and, and when you mentioned about uh, you know Amazon in Northern Virginia, but you're right. All those people are going to need a place, or are going to be looking for places for recreation, and, and and why not? Why not here? Yeah, I, I, well, I hope they'll think of us. I mean, I mean, there's I'm sure some other things will will sprout up as yeah. well, but uh, I, I, some of those people probably will be there already and, and may already know about us. But there'll be some new people coming into the area. Uh, that's just going to be a growth opportunity for us. It's going to be more traffic, I guess, for Northern Virginia, which is not necessarily I would bless upon them. But uh, I, I, it's got to happen. It's going to happen, and it's going to be a good thing for everybody. And like I said, this lake is in the position to satisfy all their recreational needs uh, from all the way across the board. Well, Lake Anna Winery has, has, has a terrific reputation. I, I, I hear a lot of times on weekends where people will be talking about what you do on the weekend, and it's, it, it, it involves here. So you're, you're in a prime position, too. So it's going to be fun to watch. It's, it's good for the Lake Anna area, and, and Lake Anna Winery is good for Spotsylvania County. Thank, thanks for saying that. We hope we are. We're good partners with all those folks. I mean, the good folks at Spotsylvania Economic Development and Tourism, we do work with them fairly closely, and uh, they're really nice folks. And they're doing; they've got challenges as well. And uh, we're hoping that we can be part of that action as well. If uh, if people want to get more information, I know you've got you've got you're on you're on Facebook, you're on uh, website, Facebook uh, or website www.lawinery.com. Facebook, Instagram will be the two main ways to get to reach us. But uh, of course, you can call us here at five four zero eight nine five five zero eight five. But just keep us on your radar. Let us know what we're doing, how we're doing good and bad, and and all that. And I'll hope for dry weather yes, in the, in the yeah. summer and fall so you can... Uh, how, how long does it take to, to harvest all the, all the grapes you've got here? We'll probably get about six, 50 to 60 tons of grapes off the property um, in a good year. And it's about maybe 
it's a four-week process. It's not consistently four weeks in a row, but it'll be a week and then another week and then maybe some time off and then another week. The whites come in first, and then we'll process all those, and then the reds will come in after that. Um, so it's about a four or five-week cycle there. We'll, we should, we'll, we'll do a show in the fall and just talk talk about that process because I'm just uh, the, the process itself has to be no question, fascinating. Ed, you're welcome to come back. In fact, when you come back, I'll expect to see you in some boots and we'll give you some gloves and we can go out there and do the picking and maybe we can go through the whole process. That would be fun. I would I would be up for that. It's, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know how you describe it. I don't know if you remember Tom Sawyer painting the white picket fence. Yeah. It's real exciting for, a, for like a few minutes and then after that, it's like work. So when it's, uh, people get excited about doing it, but then after a while they get lost in that but it's it's it is challenging and exciting at the same time like anna wineries where we're at 5621 courthouse road you can get on courthouse road and just you know, drive out to, to lake anna and you're here jeff heidick thank you this has been great and uh i, I would like to do that with you this fall I'm, that would be I'm fun call you and make sure you get out here i'm not going to give you a chance to slip up on that you definitely need to come out i'm, I'm excited that you're here thanks for talking to us and uh have a wonderful day. If you like listening to this podcast, please link, comment, and subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music. You can also find us on Channel B online at b1015.com, keyword podcasts. If you want to talk about your business, I'd like to hear from you. You can contact me, ted at wfvaradio.com, ted at wfvaradio.com. We would like to highlight your business. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Ted Schubel. We'll see you next time when we become all business. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by the host and guests in this podcast are their own and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting.